0: good evening everyone kingdom conversations nope that's the wrong program is it divinely Mm designed no that's not right oh it's wednesday we are here at kingdom 101 relationships bible study my name is pastor london lee also known as pl or pl3 and i'm here with some of my favorite ministry people Uh, they are ministers um uh, by title, I guess you could say, but I'm going to introduce them. To just, there's that word minister, 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 minister. It's out there. But I'm talking to Frederick and Geneva and Rodney and Nicole tonight. And I want to welcome you all to what it is that we are going to encounter as we conduct the Wednesday night Bible study for Astounding Level Global Church Fellowship. Now, I've already explained over the past few weeks or past couple of weeks that what we do is we have at times when I teach uh, on relationships, things that the Spirit of the Lord has given me to, to do uh, and to talk about. And then we have done discipleship. So I've had two different sessions where some of the women that I do bi-personal one-on-one Bible studies with have come on, and we've done those live conversations right there, and I'm going to, we're going to be continuing that. And then what we do is I go back and I teach one more by myself, and then somebody else comes, and tonight it is the group. It's a team of individuals that are going to be discussing. They're learned in the things of God. They um, study to show themselves approved. And they're going to have some great insights, I expect. And of course, I'm going to put them on the spot because that's what we do. I am, you know, in the spirit of our own past, our own um, apostle, Dr. Baker. But it's going to be a really good time. And Before we get started, Nicole is going to open us in prayer and then we'll get into it.
1: Well, okay. Father, we come before you right now and we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you honor for who you are. We take authority over this broadcast right now in the name of Jesus and every demonic assignment against it. You're released from your assignment because everything that's going to be said, spoken and delivered in this broadcast broadcast according to the kingdom of God and his desires is what will happen tonight. And we thank you and we praise you that we have the authority to speak peace and order and excellence over this broadcast and fun. Everybody who listens to this broadcast tonight is going to enjoy themselves, get to know Jesus Christ in a different way and receive the peace and love of God, in Jesus' name, including us, in Jesus' name, amen. In
2: Jesus' name, amen.
0: Okay, so we only have a couple of housekeeping things and every once in a while, guys, as you're watching or listening, you will hear the feedback and so what we learn is how we have to interact with each other. So in between, you're going to find sometimes if there's a delay and somebody speaking, it's because we'll put ourselves on mute um, just to make sure that we don't get the feedback. Sometimes somebody's sitting in, in front of a speaker or whatever. And also, if you see somebody looking down, it's because we're also learning how to share the broadcast with our on our respective pages. It is, it's a funny thing about when I do Facebook, is the fact that um, it's the only time that I ever actually there's get on this thing. See, I book. did that turn my phone down. It's the only time that I get on here and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I have to copy the link and then I have to share it because that's how we call different people. Or you can tag folks if you guys need to do any of that as well, then just feel free to do so, right? So I just wanted to let you know that. All right. So what we're going to do tonight, one, one of the things that we're looking at doing Over the last month or so, we have been teaching and we have been talking about various aspects of relationship. And just before we went live, I heard Frederick talking about some of the things that have taken place. So Frederick, why don't you go ahead and open that up and just kind of share maybe even the instructions that you've heard that Uh, I have given, because what I was trying to do in a non-subtle way was call out, pay attention to this, write this down, ask this question, be prepared for this or that or the other. So how the format, for those that are watching, um, how the format of this works is that we just kind of pass it around. And I am really interested in hearing how you all are walking in these things in the kingdom, what it might be by way of testimony, it might be way of... um, you know, you just sharing uh, uh, some things that have, have gone on in, in your in your life or in your whatever, or even asking each other questions or ask me questions if you, if you need to, however you want to do it, take it away, Frederick.
2: So what was beautiful, and thank you, Pastor Lanzine, is for those that are new to Kingdom 101 relationships in the Bible study, to bring it forward from last Wednesday, there have been a series of five questions God has been speaking through our pastor. That's for everybody. And it really begins with our relationship with the king. But the first question was, do I have a kingdom relationship? And there are five questions. I'm going to take a moment because I have them here. I have a little device, but I'm going to read them because we do post them. And if you're looking on the Facebook page, you will see them often. But these questions Do I have a kingdom relationship with myself? Question one, do I have kingdom standards for my life or is there an escape clause in my thinking? That's question two, do I talk kingdom to myself? Because you talk to yourself all the time. Do you talk kingdom or do you talk world? Do you talk defeat? That was question three. Question four, do I live flesh oriented Or do I live mind emotion oriented? That's question four. And question five is, what is the tone of my conversation? What is the tone that I use when I have self-talk? Am I harsh with myself? Am I overly sweet with myself? Or am I firm? And I believe that this part is important with these questions for everyone watching. It comes from making the decision that you never ever back off from, I'm in this for eternity. There is no escape clause. This is not temporary. So this is for all of us. And our pastor gave instructions about the free flow conversation. so I'm gonna dive in. Do I speak kingdom to myself? I had a moment last week where it was a son of Sceva moment. Um, There's a young man in my neighborhood and we have gangs in our neighborhood. And I've had the pleasure of working with law enforcement in different ways. There's the law enforcement that we carry as sons of God, children of God. And then there's the law enforcement of our local police department. And many of them are also ministers. You see this in the word in Romans 13. But we, I live in Brooklyn, I should say this, my wife and I live in Brooklyn. So depending on who you are, it could be very dangerous or it can be very safe. But very specifically, there's a young man who, in times of intercession, I've prayed for him and other of the young men in the neighborhood. and. The prayers, every time I walk by, this young man, he cusses, comes at me. And I mean, every time, whether he's in a group or by himself. But this particular day, as he was speaking, I was addressing him. And it was like when Jesus did Mark 5, I tried to implement your Bible study, Pastor Lanzine. So I tried to do like Jesus when there's an angry person coming at him. I said, it's the son of Sceva moment. And I was speaking and speaking to him, but what you're saying is not true. And I, and I said, what you're saying, I didn't call him a liar. I was speaking to his spirit. So there was a moment where he got very angry, but I didn't move because one of the things that I've been overcoming, not there yet, is fear. It has to be a complete destruction of fear in me. Um, I've had moments and I really enjoy them, but... It has to be a complete destruction because there's no fear in Christ. And I'm going to stay on point because, again, it was a son of Sceva moment. So I'm speaking with this young man and he's in my face. But I'm just saying what you're saying is a lie. Now, the good news is, is I heard the source of the lie. So that's good. And so I'm watching myself and I'm staying back. But suddenly he pushed me and I'm sitting on the ground. (laughs) I'm like, what happened? I get up and hurt my hip, but I continued the dialogue with him so much. So now I'm screaming, but I'm telling him, God loves you, young man. And I'm speaking these things and he's walking away, but then he comes back and he pulls out a knife. Now at that moment, it's time for me. I'm shaking a bit, but I move away. I'm looking at every move and this is around the corner from the house. So now I come home and why I'm, why I'm saying this, and I'll be sure. Was I glorifying God in that moment? Absolutely not. Didn't realize that till after. So then I get home and I'm shook and I'm thinking, who do I need to call? And I'm asking the Spirit. Fortunately, my brother, he's also a minister. My brother, Alfred, was available. He walked me through some things. Now, my wife is around the corner. I'm also thinking I'm married now. You know, this is life threatening things going on. But I called him, had a good conversation. He ministered to me, helped me to understand the demonic but I still was not settled. So now it's made close to midnight. I know I need to keep it short for the program, but I'm searching the word and God has me laying on the floor here in the living room. And I start reading first Corinthians 13 and I get to the part, and it's so loud and yet so quiet. First is about the clanging symbol Again, working through love, if you don't have any love, but it said, love is not provoked. I was done, it's after midnight, but that's where I made my error. I was provoked and love is not provoked. So there was repentance and change of behavior and a lot of different things. And then had the time to share what happened with my wife. So there's a lot of do I live kingdom and where's the open holes? Oh, there was some gaping holes. I leaked badly. And again, it was a son of Sceva moment because here it is. This demon shoves me down and it was broad daylight, but I'm not about pressing charges or anything. It's just giving me another resolve to say, This is a different battle. And it reminds me that without him, I can do nothing. And that's literal. So that's what I'll say and keep it short. And should I pass it to somebody now? You're muted, Pastor Lonzin. Rodney, if you
3: would. Hello. Yes, good evening everyone. Uh, Just got off work, uh, just sat down and I got this uh, amazing opportunity to uh, be on this program with you today. Um, I'm gonna answer the question, uh, do I uh, live kingdom? I'm gonna answer it uh, through the eyes of the people that are around me. So, um uh, my a lot of my co-workers uh and this has been going on for uh, several years but a, a lot of my co-workers they um they try to challenge me uh to say and do things that uh are unchristian because they all know that i'm a believer i don't tell them that i am but they all know <laughs> and uh uh, they they pur- purposely attempt to upset me. They purposely attempt to try to get me to curse, and and um, uh, uh, I have heard that they even, uh, uh, I don't know, place bets or or yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do this, and he's gonna do so. Uh, but they fail all the time, and so uh, my demeanor, my uh, conversations with them, my interactions with them, even with customers, you know, the customers, a lot of times uh, deal with a lot of customers out in the field. They get a little irate, especially when their electric goes off or when they, they they, they want to know how long it's going to be before it comes back on. And I, I just, uh, you know, politely tell them and share with them. And the guys, they're, they're still listening. They're still watching me. and. Uh, they're, they're just amazed at, you know, my responses to a lot of different uh, situations. So um, the same thing with my wife, uh, with my daughter-in-law, she, uh, I'm sorry, my uh, my daughter, my stepdaughter, but she's, you know, to me, she's a daughter. Um, you know, we've had some run-ins. Uh, 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 she's uh, just turned 30. And uh, you know when I came into their lives, her mom and and, and herself's life, she, you know, she was uh, she was very vocal. She is very vocal, and she's very um, opinionated and uh, you know boisterous. Uh, and uh, first and foremost, she she wanted to check me to see who who I who I really am, and so. Um, I, I've had a lot of situations with her where, um, she's coming at me like that person came to Frederick, you know, she pulled a knife on me. Uh, I, I, I called the police. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't back down. I I called the police. I told her, I said, you, you don't want me to call the police. You don't want me to do this because it's going to get you in trouble, you know, um, They arrested her and took her to jail, you know, and uh, 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 I did press charges, but I I only did that to get her to understand that this is a serious thing. You can't be pulling a knife on me when I'm not doing anything to you to warrant you pulling a knife on me. Uh, That was uh, a few years ago. Um, uh, Long story short, now I'm her dad. Uh, she, she respects me more than she does her natural father. Um, she, she, she told him in my presence that he cares more about me than you do. Uh, you know, that, and I, I was, I was like, "Okay, honey, don't do that." I didn't, I didn't say that to her, but that's what I wanted to say, <laughs> honey, don't do that. But, but it's these these actions and behaviors and the speech it comes from uh, uh, my relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and and they lead and guide me all the time. Um, uh, I, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes, um, uh, uh, but I am getting better. I, I really feel like I'm getting better. God is uh, uh, is really, really showing me more about himself, and which in turn is showing me more about myself and who he wants me to be and uh, uh, the opportunities that I do. Take to witness. I get a, I get a lot of opportunities to witness uh, because I'm always in the public eye. I'm always out and about, around people, uh, family members. You know, I'm one that goes and visits family members. Um, I don't have any family here, with the exception of my cousin in Oakland, uh, but they're so busy. I, I haven't seen them in two years. Uh, but every opportunity that I get, that the Holy Spirit you know, I try to take it to help to help bring kingdom into people's lives. You know, it, it's 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 a lifestyle for me now, and uh, and, and I, I really believe that that's that's what He wants for us as disciples, as ministers of the gospel, uh, 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 as people. He wants people that are like Him. And uh, you know that's what I'm striving for, and uh, I'm so thankful for the teaching, teachings of uh, Pastor Lanzine and, and Apostle Baker and uh, all of the apostles and ministers uh, with love and unity. You know, as I listen to the different messages, uh, I, I learn something with each, with each witness, with each person, with each uh, testimony, with each you know it, it it's it, it this is a this is a learning um uh, ministry this is a learning uh 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 life uh, the kingdom life and uh uh, uh I, I'm really striving to be all that God wants me to be and uh um that's it that, you know Thank you for allowing me to share.
0: That's a very good word. We're going to come back uh, to some of that. I want to change the temple just a little bit. And I love what what it is that you're saying because um, you're you're looking at the assessment of things that have happened to you that have come from a natural place. And you're seeing the difference between how you respond from a natural perspective and what you could do from a spirit uh, perspective. of spirit response so when you said sons of Sceva and I'm guessing that what you meant by that Frederick is um Jesus we know and Paul we know but we don't know who you are and I don't think that it really was that um what more, more was was a learning lesson for you because you really held your own if you had not been able if you had not been praying for that man the words and things that you've been saying the, the only thing that was upset was the demon it wasn't really the young man at all and it was an opportunity for you to start getting insight to the Lord like you know what I, I don't know if you've ever said this to the Lord. It's like, I'm praying for him, but do you want him? Do you want him in the kingdom? Do you want this thing over him destroyed so that this man will come out of freedom? I mean, come out of bondage and into freedom. You therefore have a key to that. It's like, oh, wow, we almost drew blood, but I've got a blood that's already been drawn. You have the right to go back to the spirit of the Lord and say, all right, now what do we do? Because he's touched me. We've had an exchange right now and I have made a decision. I want that man in the kingdom. So as you talk to him, it's like, how do I, how do we, father, what's, what's the key Holy spirit to getting him unlocked from the place where he felt in bondage and in Rodney's testimony uh, concerning his, um, his daughter, you know, that all of these different things, why? Because he showed a different love. He showed a discipline. It's like, no, I love you, but I'm not going to allow you to get away with certain things because um, frankly, many men would have, or many men would have tiptoed around it and let her do what they wanted because of her mother. But he established a boundary and he established a, a, a an aspect of character. And and so these are the things that you have to look at and say, where was kingdom in this? Not from from your understanding of it, but from endorsement by the spirit of the living God, because there's going to be fruit that, that is going to be quite edible. So look for that. I, I, I take it as, okay, that's it. He's mine now. You see. So Rodney,
3: who do you want to pass it on to? Uh I'm going to pass it to Miss Geneva.
4: Adrian. Good evening. Thank you, Rodney. <clears throat> One of the things that um, I've been thinking about since you posed those questions last week is. Do I talk kingdom to myself? And. It's come up several times uh, with your guests, um, both your guests actually recently. um, I've mentioned taking my thoughts captive. And for me, a big part of that is to pause, to slow down and to consider before, I've heard it my whole life, think before you speak, it's, it's, but it's essential to that, that kingdom voice that you've got to listen to to allow it to speak to you before you utter a response, before you even form a thought. Um, and, and that's the thing that has spoken to me the most. And a big part of that, too, has to do with um, the small book that you uh, recommended to us in the very beginning of this, Quantum Faith. And understanding not just in the temporal realm, but our words have power um, in the supernatural realm. And that's the loudest thing that I heard throughout reading that book. Um, It plays into the authority and dominion that we have been given here on this earth. And the thing that I found so interesting, too, is the fact that even before we're saved, we have authority over things. Because based on what the book tells us about the way things act and react based on whether they're observed or unobserved. We know that even our thoughts cause a reaction in the atomic level, which is tied to, in my opinion, the supernatural level more than we even comprehend. Um, so that's the thing for me, I guess since the beginning, Pastor Lanzane, is is how am I thinking first? And then from there, how am I speaking to myself, to my father, in the acknowledgement of, pardon me, my my growth and understanding of His love for me, and that enabling me to grow in understanding and the ability to love myself. And and that's the most powerful thing that I can accomplish. The it's essential to. Kingdom. I have to know him. I have to understand his feelings for me. But then I have to know me and I have to appreciate me based on his feelings for me. And then I can move forward into the kingdom, into the love and care that I have to have for everyone else based on him and his desire. Me and the world. That's just some of my thoughts initially, and I'm going to toss it to Nicole.
1: Thank you, Geneva. That's interesting. I like what you shared, I like what everyone shared so far. Um, It's interesting that what you're saying about casting down your imaginations and receiving God's love. I had a similar experience this Sunday in that I had an encounter in service where I saw myself worshiping the Lord and what's interesting is that I saw myself and it wasn't I felt like it was him looking at me or maybe it was me looking at me through his eyes I don't know but I I saw myself in this congregation which is interesting it looked like this church in Hawaii um that I used to just visit every once in a while, it was my grandmother's, to be honest, it wasn't really, it was a building, I'll call it that. But anyway, it looked like that building. But I saw myself in a way that I had never seen myself before. And so I'm just gonna share this with you. For a number of years, I walked in self-hate and self-loathing for a lot of the things that I allowed my, allowed, allowed well, let me back up. For choices that I had made in the past, situations that I'd allowed to go on for longer than they should have, um, not trusting and believing God that he loved me enough to deliver me out of it, which he did out of several situations. but the fact that I even put myself in it, I did not value myself enough to be, to not allow myself to be placed in that position. that was my that was my doing. but I also could have received God's love a lot earlier than I had. So a lot of self-loathing and self-hate, all those other things. Okay, my choices. Well, I've been making choices because a lot of what you said, Geneva, and what everyone said is, and that's the reason why we're here today, is kingdom relationship. Kingdom relationship with who? Myself. Through who? Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, and my Father. And I just recently, and especially on Sunday, got, got the sense and saw that when I was looking at myself, I was free, and I I was like looking at myself with love, not oh my gosh, you you look like this, you look like that, not breaking everything down like I normally would. It, it was such negativity, but it was just a freedom and a beauty, and just like wow, I love you, I love her, you know, I received that love from him. Why am I saying that? One because it's important because everybody on here, including those that are watching us, have had we, we've all walked through life, we've all had experiences starting back from our childhood. Some people even in kingdom, Christendom, kingdom, um, whichever one, bottom line is you can be in either. but if you don't choose to allow allow yourself to receive the love of God and let that pass go, it doesn't really make a difference. whether you're in the kingdom or not, I'll say Christendom or the kingdom, you need to make that choice. So for me recently, I made that choice. And so there's a couple of things going on and it speaks to what Geneva said. And I think even, well, I'll say specifically for what, with what she said, and it has to do with, we are spirit living in a body. We command a soul, mind, will, and emotions. We are the King's sons. We live in a kingdom. And a lot of us, I was talking to my apostle recently and I was sharing some things with her. And I said, I feel like I'm in this holding pattern. And she said, yeah, Nicole, well, the rest of the body of Christ is going through the same thing. Okay. Um, It's like, there's certain areas where I want to move. Something that you said that I thought of is that it's a couple of things. One, my voice finally matters. I used to hear that all the time. Your voice is the most important voice you could ever hear about you. Now I finally believe it. So therefore I speak to myself, the word of God and kingdom kingdom. The word of god to myself when i'm having certain thoughts and when i'm going through certain things there's certain promises i'm at the tail end of breaking through that's the very place where you want to give up and just say i'm done i'm over i'm over this i don't want to fight for this anymore and then the reality of the truth comes up and says no you're not done this is about to come through and you're gonna you waited all this time you're gonna wait for this you're gonna push for this you're gonna speak you're gonna believe god and what he said because you're it's his promise that's one aspect that at the be at the end of one thing and then at the other, in the other part, I'm at the beginning of some new things. And in all of it, I feel very out of control and very um, like a fish out of water. But what I'm realizing is it doesn't matter what I feel, what matters is I. Re- God's love for me. I believe God's love for me. And I think it was uh, Rodney that said earlier, and therefore, once I begin to love myself, then I can be, I can love others and see the value in others. Cause I no longer have that critical eye and that critical ear, that critical thought process in the back of my head, always judging, judging, judging me and then others. And I think someone said something recently, I think it was uh, our apostle on her temperament on one of her shows and Pastor Lindsay and I said it too, we all have our own race to run and we can't compare ourselves to each other because we all have our own temperament. We all have our own spirit. We all have our own soul and we all have our own relationship with Jesus Christ in the kingdom, yet we're part of one body and we all matter. We're all needed. We're all valuable. I think I've only recently come to that recognition and it makes such a difference as you go through difficult situations with people in your family, outside your family, people where God is saying, They need to know my love. And do you love them enough to go through this? And your flesh says, No. But your spirit goes, Yes, because I want them in the kingdom. And also because they're going to look at me and say, Well, your kingdom's talk isn't about nothing because you can't even deal with my stuff that I'm throwing at you. So aren't I valuable enough for you to walk through this with me and deal with whatever? I have a lot of people like that in my life. And I've chosen to stick with them. There's a lot of people. That have chosen to stick with me, and I appreciate it, and I and I I love them for it, Um, and I'm sure they haven't always wanted to, but the love of God probably compelled them to, and I'm grateful. Um, More more importantly, I'm grateful to God, but I'm grateful for the people because they chose to. It's our choice. So um, I I witnessed with a lot of what was spoken today, but I, I have to give God the glory because when you feel like you can never get to a place of truly loving yourself and receiving God's love for you, and you do. To me, it's miraculous because it's the breakthrough that you need to be available to others. I've heard from Pastor Lanzine and our apostle for years. You're there's people waiting on you to break through. And I used to think, really? Who? Why? What does, what does that do with me? The whole world, wherever whoever it is that God sends you to, your neighbor, who, whomever you choose to be in, you know, in in um their presence. But that matters to me now, and it's larger than just me, my family, my little few it 's wherever God sends me, and I want it to be of substance, I want it to be of value because He is, and so are they because but for the grace of God, none of us would be sitting here today, period, and without him, we can't go any further, another further as as we know um without him and but for the joy we can so I'm grateful and I'm learning i I fall down, I bruise I, I I dust off my little knees, and God says, "All right, let's go, let's keep it moving. um no time to feel sorry for yourself, not that I always you know don't do that because sometimes I have moments, but I'm making the decision. I don't want to hold myself back any longer, and I'm the only one who can. So that's what I have to share tonight.
0: That's absolutely excellent. Um, I got another question for y'all. And if you have um, something else to interject, please just do so. And of course, Ginny, I know what they don't. When we were in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, uh, Geneva was staying at a different hotel from where the conference was. And she comes running back to me with her talking about her copy of quantum physics. Because one of the guests at the hotel she was staying at was Annette Capps. So she doesn't just have the book. She's got an autographed copy. I'm like, why didn't you get another one? (laughs) so it was hilarious we're looking at her like you've got to be kidding you know she's like no it's you know because it's right down the street from Rama and all kinds of stuff and she had her so she has her, and how fun is that though that the writer of the book is like oh my gosh i've got your book would you sign it you know and she's right there it's it's, it's a carryover so i just thought that was cute one of the things that from that book and we have taught this was talking about that your thoughts and beliefs produce an energy that people can perceive and react to. And we were talking about thoughts and you're talking about, really, you're talking about spirit and you're talking about how the spirit of the word of God will enter. This is how it works within us. it, It does flow into the natural body, but it's because spirit is spirit. Word is spirit and it is life. And when you receive that life in your spirit, which is the spirit of Christ, then you're going to have that divine connection. And so we're going to have manifestation of the what? The desire of God. That's honestly what an answered prayer is, is the desire of God uh, in your life. And so I want to ask you all, how do you, you, you say, um, the, another thing that she said, God is not limited to things that you and I see. There is an infinite supply of substance waiting to be manifest according to your beliefs and words. And one of the things that you've con trained by the world is to have a scarcity mentality there's not enough there's not enough uh, fuel there's not enough food there's not enough this there's not enough that and i remember saying to somebody all oh, that's a lie i said because i live in the richest nation in the world we don't have a scarcity in the united states of america because the god of the united states of america's name is more than enough you see now that creates a problem for those that want to perpetuate fear or torment or any of those other things but see kingdom never co- talks uh, well the gas prices are astronomical and it's like well I don't talk them up I talk them down you know at all times you're walking on water so what I I, I want to ask I we as you see I also asked our viewers and I challenge you all Rita or uh, Apostle Jennifer or whoever, or Kimberly, um, answer that question, if you will. How uh, do you speak kingdom to yourself and in what ways do you do? Uh, The scripture that says a righteous man may fall, 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 but he's going to get up. And so I'm going to get back up because that spirit word, here's where I wanted to go with that. That spirit word that I received, which is alive and active and it's filled with his power. It, it, of course, it's filled with his power because it's filled with his presence. And it's energizing and creating in us both the power and the will to do for his satisfaction, his delight. You see, it's his, his satisfaction, his, his desires, his delight, his will, his way. He's all the while at work in me to get what he wants done. And so I'm looking and saying, to myself, and this is an example of speaking kingdom to myself. You can't do this, is what the mind says. It's like, of course I can, because I do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I speak of what, I, what can be from the position of a son, not a wannabe. Everything has to be established with who he is and therefore who we are, never about us alone from. And so Jesus, he always just said, well, I I don't do anything by myself. And getting rid of independence, um, getting rid of the fact that you only have, and this is one of the biggest handicaps I've ever seen in people's lives. They only have one or two go-tos that they always go to for everything. And really you only have one and it's God. And if you if you look at it like I've got to get to this person, I've got to get to that person, which sometimes you do, then you, if they're not available, you can't hear God. That's that's what a a a belief that you've created, whether you know it or not. Frederick, you said something very powerful. You said you went home and you wondered, who can I call? So you were talking to the Lord and he directed you to your brother and said, This is the one, which meant what? I will speak to you through that vessel. So you were really going to God. And when you asked him, who do I go to? If, if Whether he just said, come to me, just come in here and I'll talk to you. Or he said, nope, I want you to go to this person. I want you to go to that person because I've given them compassion. I've given them the, the wisdom. I've given them the strategy. I've given them whatever it is that you have need of. If you're willing to humble yourself, and even sometimes and in this case that's not it i know but even to hear from somebody that you wouldn't typically give credit for even knowing how to get out of a paper bag you know i mean it's it's you know people that you have put down many times have the answer that you need and so it is that you i have to ask you how many limitations have you put upon yourself that god did not so it's a thought about that and when we're talking about uh, those questions, which I, I absolutely love, those questions. Those are questions that I I like to live by, not just do. But I got one more for you because we got oh we got 20 minutes left. All right. Um. Tell me something. Are you? In what way are you? Your friend. See how the, the flow, the relationship with God, and I, we talk about this a lot. And then the, the relationship of knowing who he is allows me to start having relationship with myself because only he can show me what I'm like. All I can tell you about is the way that I've been groomed by the world, but he can tell me how he sees me, which is what Nicole alluded to in terms of what happened to her on Sunday. All right. She, as I recall you saying it, you said he showed you how he saw you. And so because he showed you how he saw you, he changed your vision from, from a, from a tongue on earth vision to a heavenly um, point of view, meaning that you had to be seated someplace other than from an earth perspective in order to see it. So. From him, it came to you. Now, it's our ability to see him. You find this in John chapter 16, actually. Uh, the spirit brings truth to us and he unveils our eyes to be able to see what we never could see before when we were limited to the mind only. But because we are now born from above spirit, we can see things from the spirit realm. Point of view, is everybody with me so far? Because I'm about to let y'all go on this. All right. Okay, so now here's that friendship with him. He is his own friend. And we, he gives us re, 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 relationship. And while we want to be a friend of God and we want to be this, and we want to be that, what he says is, but I really wanted you to be sons. Because if you can be my son, then you can do what I did. Because Jesus only lived as a son. And he lived as a son who said, everything that my father has is mine. And therefore, I have access to everything. So whatever you have need of, I have access to it. Whatever whatever it is that needs to flow out of you, I have access to that. And remember how he told them, but I no longer call you my disciples. I call you my brothers, which gave you sonship. So do you live when you speak kingdom? You can't speak kingdom, just I'm a citizen of the kingdom of God. And I say this: how much do you walk in sonship? How much do you walk in the integrity of your position in him, meaning his integrity that he meant what he says? And I'm going to challenge you for the next time y'all come. You got about five, six weeks before you know the next one. Um, so you got enough time. To formulate, because I want testimonies. And so I'm going to challenge you to not be satisfied with where you are and even what you said, because it gets better. It gets painful, but it gets better. Go ahead, Frederick. (laughs) Wow. I'm sitting here going,
2: thank you, Jesus. I got time. As I'm going, thank you, Jesus. I got time. I do. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I got time. Oh my God. And then you bring in, it gets painful, but it gets better. Thank you, Jesus. I experienced that today. So I'm sitting here going, my God. So um, thank you for this impartation because it's really, every time we come together, it is communion. It really is every moment. So even when Rodney was speaking and all of you and he was talking about things with love and unity, every time we come together, it's communion and Holy Spirit himself. So I I am accepting the challenge because I've not lived as a son, Um, can't have bits and pieces. Uh, and, And even the memories of, oh, yeah, I said that all that the father has is mine. But did I believe it? Uh, enough of the, when the word has no power, because Jesus never said anything that didn't produce. He always spoke, it always brought results. So to give us this impartation and this challenge is to actually walk in the truth, which I haven't. So that's evident. So when I hear people talk about, oh, you think you got it all together? I'm sitting there going, no, that's really evident. I don't. But um, if I may, Pastor, may I share something else that I've been experiencing that really just is so humbling to me? Um That God lives in us. I I, I walk around and that for me is the most it's the most awesome thing indescribable that the spirit of God lives in me, lives in us. So when I walk and talk with other people and that God lives in me so I can have these moments. I'm like, God, almighty God lives in me. And so here in our home, my wife and I, we have students that come from different countries. And I need to tell this testimony tonight because there's a young woman who came from Germany and she actually had not a good experience just yesterday. uh, Fear came through and really tried to hit a number of people yesterday, but she had her belongings stolen from her. And when she arrived home, she would text my wife to let us know. Her parents had to send money. She's an only child, Um, but there's something about her that just drew us together. Well, a moment before this broadcast, I was praying for my uncle. I was just sitting here where I am right now. I just started praying for my uncle. And as I was praying, all of a sudden I started praying in the spirit. Now she's eating dinner right over here in this living room. And I have a moment with her. And she said, I heard you praying. I hope you didn't mind. I said, "No, well, no, I didn't mind. What was that language you were speaking? And I said, well, it's it's actually a heavenly language. I said, do you read the Bible? She said, yes. So I said, "Um." It's in the book called Acts, because she's she's from another country. And so I wanted to make sure, in English, it's called Acts. And then I said, um, do you, is Jesus your Lord? And she just smiled, beaming. She's a beautiful young one, just beaming. I said, well, the same spirit is in you. So since Jesus is your Lord, you have the same spirit of God in you, you the same. It'll come out different, but he'll speak through you. So I had that opportunity just tonight Now, after that happened, I can tell you all, because I said, God, and I had to take a shower to get ready so I could do this, be be here to be broadcast, right? Oh yes. But I started weeping in the shower. I was truly undone, like my God. And I told her when we were talking, we're family. And she said, no, we're family because of, because of, we're family. But that recognition as you're talking about sonship and for Jesus, I I mean, he's just breaking us all. All of this is so beautiful, but it's the truth. We are people filled with the spirit of God. So this challenge and I just know there's so much and I know I have an interest of time. So I'll be quiet.
0: That's what I wanted to say. I'll mute.
1: I'm gonna pass it to Nicole. Of course you are, because I'm supposed to top that, right? Okay. Oh, can you hear me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you can hear me. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, I'm thinking back to Pastor Lanzian's question, do you walk as sons? It's interesting. I don't know if it was her, one of you, or maybe a couple of you, I think, have said this earlier. My mom is here visiting me right now, and, um, and she has been for a while. And we've talked about recently how we've had some situations where isn't it interesting, talking about a son, where God will cause you to just step out and you start doing things by faith. You're walking on water. And then you're just walking, 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 and all of a sudden you realize, oh my gosh, I'm walking on water. Oh my gosh, I've never done this before. Oh my gosh, wait a minute, how did I get out here? Oh my gosh, wait, how am I gonna get back? Oh my gosh, wait, 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 how far am I to where you say, you know? It's like you take stock of, oh my gosh, I'm on the water. You realize, and so we've kind of laughed and had some conversations about, that's where we are in certain situations, in certain areas of our life. And yet, like Pastor Lanzine said, that's because that's where he wants us to be, in the center of his will. Where? Totally dependent on him and not on us. For me, there's a lot of situations in my life that seem so brand new, because I have never been here before. I know we've said, well, of course you haven't, because you know, every new place, you've never been there before, right? But sometimes, like for me, I used to trust in my job as, as being one of my main sources. God is slowly getting me out of that to really look at him as my source. I used to say that, and that sounds good until um, what you used to get from that job and all those other kinds of things start to, little by little, don't come that way anymore. And he's saying, well, that's good, but I'm greater. And I was even just recently having a conversation with someone and I'm saying this from the standpoint that it's real. So this goes back to what kind of kingdom experiences Are you living and one of them is transition one of them is growth and it is painful and the recognition of your faith is not where you thought it was but you're better off where you are now than where you were why because i'm learning not to depend on me i'm learning to depend on him and it's exciting because i i i don't know where i'm going i don't have the map but i do have his promise his promise says, and that's what I'm walking toward. But the part about walking on the water, that is what sons do. And Jesus did it regularly. His disciples did it regularly. And only when they took their eyes off of where they were off of him is when they began to sink. sink. And I personally am excited because I believe that's where we are as the body of Christ. Right now, as this world is getting darker and darker, God is requiring us to get brighter and brighter. I can no longer longer just go run in some little hole when things don't work out the way that I want them to. And God's saying, I need you to buck up, stand up, and be who I called you to be. You're a son. Yes, you can. As as Pastor Lanzine said earlier, yes, you can do this, but will you? Because he can tell me I will, but I've got to make the choice to agree with him. And that's the difference in me that I've noticed more recently. I've made the decision to say, yes, I am. And to answer the question, yes, I do still have more testimonies to give. But for me, that's big. It's huge because there's a lot of parts of it that I'll say the word scares me, but it's more the the more appropriate word is it's uncomfortable, unknown. And I have nothing to hold on to but him. But it's the best place that I can be. And I'm so grateful. And that's all I can say. So I'll pass that, I'll pass the baton on to, I'll pass the baton on to,
0: Castro Lanzine. Okay, that works. Uh, I love what you all are saying, and Geneva, I'm going to share something. It always cuts both ways. Iron sharpens iron. Okay, and you can have you can see what you're called to do, but not see it because of what is what has been assigned to hinder you. We have to be aware. Um, in the spirit lord is there is there something assigned to me to stop me in this moment or is it just the same old they are old ancient feelings of 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 this and that Yeah, all these feelings feelings that typically want to drag you down or to to bring to bring you to a place of quitting or just be in a stagnated place and one of the things that i thought was very powerful was I? Jenny and I are working on, uh, Geneva and I are working on some different projects together and I left her voicemail uh, or voice text and she called me back or she called me on it. She said at first she thought I was tired, but then she realized there was a weariness about me and that weariness and as she said, that's never good because that's an assignment against you to try to drain you so that you will not be able to function the things. She spoke a prayer that broke the power of the thing. And then the next thing she did is she gave me a word that was straight from the heart of God. And I knew it. I recognized that voice. Now, Jenny and I've known each other since, actually, we met last October. We had, seen, we had met online, on Zoom, um, probably, it must have been around September or uh, um maybe August, must've been around August or September. So it has, it's been less than a year, okay? And uh, the funny thing about when we met in that October meeting in Arkansas, where she was, I was sitting right in front of her and I turned around, and knew just who she was. She knew who I was because this here was how you get, you, you know, she stared at these people's faces for like an hour or something. So there was a lot of being in a room looking at somebody going, you know, and we knew, and we were all doing it. I mean, we were all doing it. And then there's a, oh my gosh, it's you, you know? So we, so that was the basis of the whole relationship is what I'm saying. But we had not spent a lot of time talking. We had not spent a whole lot other than these, these fellowships, but it was enough time to start building trust and a willingness to trust. And I'm saying to you, that that's one of the things that is really necessary that you, well, I don't trust people. It's like, no, no, no. It's not that you don't trust people. It's like you're the people you don't trust. It's not everybody else. It's you because you think your judgment is off because, and, and really what we're saying and that is I don't listen to God. Therefore, I don't know who to trust and who I'm looking to trust is the spirit of God inside someone, not the spirit around someone. Am I making sense so far? So when I got that word, it revolutionized some things and it has changed. It was, it was a, let me put you back on track. You're out of alignment. A joint is, has been pushed out of the way. Let's put it back. It was a correction. People go, well, is she correcting a pastor? No, she was correcting a friend and a sister. There's a way that you do it. It's like, sister, this is not, this is not the father's will because and the Lord gave her a glimpse of something that I could not see. And we think that everything we know is all that we need to see. But the Bible does not support that because it says your eye has not seen and your ear has not heard. And it has not entered into your heart everything that the Father has for you those that love him. So, but what he will do is to keep us on track. We will listen. For the sound of his voice. I'm telling you how to do this. Listen for the sound of his voice through one another. Because you'll know if you know him. I remember that relationship with him first. My sheep hear my voice, and the voice of a stranger, they don't follow. I knew he was talking. Some of what she said, I'm like, whoa, wait, what? And it brought clarity to some things that have only been going on since it's not even a year yet. It's it's been almost a year. I'm sharing this with you because that's one of the ways it works. I don't know how many people actually sit and stare at you and try to figure out everything You're like Far fewer than you think. Because most of us are not that interested in you. We're more interested in the person we look at in the mirror than we are looking at you. Except for when we are mirroring the same person that's on the inside. So you're gonna look for that and you're going to allow him to be seen coming forth from you as well. And that's what the it's a lesson I want you all to be prepared to teach, to share. Not teach as in taking a platform, but to teach it in the midst of the places where you are. And and I'm gonna it it's something that you'll go, oh I'm already doing that. Don't bore me with that, please. I'm saying it because he says to say it. I want you to have more fun in the next six weeks than you ever even knew was possible. I want you to enjoy your life on a level. Rodney, forget about it, forget about it, forget about it. All of that other stuff, okay? I want you to flow in things that you, like you talk about walking on water. Okay, walking is cool, but how about when you slide or you run or you do whatever else it is that you do or you fly? How about floating above it? You know, there's more than one mode. You know, and I'm not talking figuratively unless you do. That's up to you. But I want you to take the challenge to face the fear, not the fear of this or or, or whatever it is that the person wielding the knife, but the fear that started it all, The one that opened the door. I'm doing the very same thing. I'm actually learning how to swim. Something that I had, had a fear about. And it took an apostle to call me. He called me. And he was talking to me. He said, I just don't, I have to call you. And then he said, are you afraid of the water? And I said, yeah. I didn't even realize it. And it, up it came, Apostle Ronnie. And it just came out of my mouth. I go, yeah, I am. He goes, well, you, gonna need, you need to learn how to swim. And that was just the end of it. you know. And I can't tell you the number of people offered to help me swim. It was, okay, I got to teach you now. And I start my lessons at the end of May. And um, I already know. He said, because the fear has gripped me my entire Life since 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 about the age of seven or eight or however old I was. So Frederick, this is the thing. You're going to have so much fun when the, you don't have to go on a hunt. The spirit of the Lord will just bring your understanding and getting to walk on the water that is over that thing, whatever the thing that so easily besets you, the mindset, the thought that's stuck on you thing. You're going to get unstuck. You're going to come back in six weeks and you're going to talk about it. So I'm gonna let closing remarks, Rodney and Geneva, and then Frederick and, and Nicole also feel free and then we'll call it a wrap. I'm not tied to one hour, it's just what I do. So <laughs> go ahead Rodney.
3: Well, I'm so thankful for uh, um, the invitation to be with you all this evening. Um, uh, I, I am uh, a, a friend of myself, because uh, one of the things that I learned uh, a few years ago from the 10 commandments is to love God as you love yourself. And I have learned uh, through the love of God uh, from, from him loving me, how to love myself and that has that that has opened up uh, a whole whole well, especially with the teachings now with the uh, kingdom 101 and relationships it it has just opened up so much for me uh i uh uh uh, now that i'm out here in california working uh and actually living by myself until my wife comes out here but but for these three years i've been here here by myself and uh, I, I have I've had so much fun just uh, uh, driving around and uh, uh, seeing the different uh, places in California, the cities uh, uh, up in the mountains. There's so many different places. But God, I have so much fun just me, uh, uh, just just experiencing God's creation, experiencing uh, 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 different different uh uh people and the different temperaments and uh uh, uh even even uh, the homeless people you know i i do interact with the homeless people I, mm-hmm. I i gave one uh one person a pair of boots of mine that i you know I, I was replacing them and they were still in good shape and so i just handed them to him and he took he took his shoes off right there and, and threw his away and put mine my- you know uh you know i I'm, I'm having so much fun just uh you know just sharing and uh uh, uh learning and, and interacting with people it, it, you know it's it's just been such a blessing and uh, and i'm so appreciative of uh, uh how god has has revealed himself to me in, uh, in such a way that i i i i don't uh I don't uh, 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 judge myself the way that I used to. Uh, uh, I uh, uh, w- I'm looking for opportunities to learn, to grow, to increase. I, I I listen to different people, and and my dad always said, you know, you can learn something from everybody, and and I try to. That's one of the things that I try to do: try to learn something from everyone that I interact with you know there's positives and there's negatives and you know take the positives you know and you learn from the negatives you know of, of other people it's it's really really been an eye opening experience uh uh yeah so yes i i i am I, I am my friend and uh and i thank you for uh, uh opening that up even more And I'm looking forward to uh, more. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Go ahead, Jenny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
4: That's for me, that's one of the biggest parts of um, joining this uh, Bible study and participating in kingdom growth. Um, and and as I look back over the past several years, specifically at what God has been leading me through, in order to have a healthy, productive relationship with myself, um, from the the things that He showed me um, in regards to forgiveness, to forgive others because I had to forgive myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then including having a deeper understanding of him and what he wants from me in a relationship okay. that he he knows it all, but I have to willingly give it to him regardless of his knowing it. It has to be, it has to be a surrender, a willing surrender that, that I've, uh, learned how to, um, to do, um, but, but then the Kingdom 101 through the relationship with, uh, Zine and, and, um, being introduced to her book and, and then, uh, starting this Bible study the first part of the year to help me grow in that so that, Not only can I love myself, but that I can love others in the way that I have to, because it has to matter to me what what their condition is, that they come to the understanding of the father's love and and beyond churchianity, as uh, some of us like to call it, because that's not relationship. Kingdom is relationship. And that's the place that he has opened my heart up to the desire for everyone to experience kingdom. Mm -hmm. It's not enough to attend a church and even be a member of a congregation. It is essential that we all come to the understanding of what kingdom is and what it means in this earth. And and that's that's the biggest part of, of why I'm so excited about everything we delve into every single week because it's it's giving me the opportunity to grow and and to share with others um in my growth. I like that. Okay. Nicole?
1: That's interesting. I would say that um, I remember years ago, it wasn't pastor at the time. It was Lanzine gave me the best advice that she could ever give me in life. And that was, uh, Nicole, be your own best friend. And at the time, she didn't realize how true that was. And God used her in my life at that time. I was um, separating, divorcing my husband and stepping out of a situation that God was delivering me out of. And God, let me know, I need you to get to know me for yourself. And it's not through your friends and what they know and how they know me and any of that. It's about you getting to know me for yourself. And in that process, I got to know me and I became my own best friend. And the wonderful thing about being your own best friend, as Geneva says, is one, you do learn how to receive God's love. Two, you do begin to learn how to receive his forgiveness and then three, you, I used to always want friends. Oh, I want a best friend. I want this. That's what I used to have when I was younger. But what God showed me is, no, first of all, you be your own best friend. And then you look at, you're, you're going to be the best friend. I'm a friend to a lot of people in my life. I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of associates. I have a few good friends, um, a few good friends, but I'm a friend to a lot of people. And something that Geneva said is, it's not about just us having friends and us receiving. Well, that's a part of it, but that's not the end all. Once I've been the best friend to myself, once I've received the love of God, now I know how to be a good friend and the best friend to somebody else who needs it. Because I'm looking for something in return? No, but because God has deposited something in me, his love, his kindness, his, yes, we can do it one more time, his faithfulness, his patience to be there for someone else. Because part of being a friend is even discipling that person and and releasing God's love to them, because a lot of times they're struggling with the same thing we did, which is, Mm -hmm. I don't believe God loves me. Really? You've been a believer all these years. Yeah, but I still don't believe it. I'm still struggling with this. I'm still struggling with that. That's, to me, precious to God, and it's an opportunity. So I'm still in that process and I'm learning. But as I'm learning, um, one of them is to step outside of myself and allow God to you know, use me in the way that he wants to use me. And um, that's fun. It makes for an exciting and adventurous um, relationship. I have fun with God. I have a lot of adventures in my life. And a lot of the friends, the close friends that I have, we're always talking about, we're always on an adventure. God's always taking us on an adventure. There's always something cool that he's doing, like unexpectedly. There's always surprises. And the one thing that I just want to say is a life with God is not boring. It is fun. And I will say this, he said the violent, the kingdom of God suffers violent and the violent take it by force. There are gonna be things that come at us, but we take it and we keep on going. And we give back to, if it's a demon, we give back whatever God has to give them at the moment. But we 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 don't shrink back. We continue to move forward and we take ground. So I'm learning that, I'm enjoying that, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful because the people that God brings into my life, I want them to know I serve a God who knows how to kick behind and love you at the same time. He's not afraid of any, there's nothing that you can say to him. He's not religious. And um, I had to learn that for myself. There's nothing you can say that will um, embarrass him because we don't get embarrassed in the kingdom of God. I'm learning that and we don't take offense. So that's all I have to share.
0: That's wonderful. Go ahead, Frederick.
2: So beautiful. So for me, each time I hear about people and, and all of you, this is so wonderful and receiving God's love. It's such a I had heard and I've been hearing like God loves you. And uh, and I heard it through you, Rodney, one time during a prayer about the Ten Commandments. And you were talking about that. Love the Lord, your God and, and lo- as your love, your neighbor as yourself. And it's like, wow, as yourself. And then through Pastor Lanzine, through these Kingdom 101s, one of the things that I found so amazing was you were talking about Jesus and how he was just so assured of this love, of the love that he had with the Father. And he always walked in that. Like he just never questioned it. And so each time I listen, I'm sitting here going, Wow, that is just so beautiful. Like he always knew. And uh coming through resurrection, and it's been so different this about the crucifixion and taking communion and just receiving him i really am um, just learning about this how to love myself something real simple my wife there's some neighbors that had some food and i thought this box it was so beautiful i thought it was soap so it's this beautiful box i thought it was soap so i left it on her desk i said oh she must want this here so this morning i was hungry i didn't know what i was going to eat for breakfast so i'm asking i'm looking around and then i see these two boxes are on this uh And it was this beautiful, like these bars that are made like with vanilla and organic cashews and and blue spirulina. Now I'm sitting here going, I was in the shower today, I'm going, you made blue food. It's something that I've wanted, blue food from God. And they taste good and I enjoyed them. I'm going, wow, had coffee. It was wonderful coffee, Camino Island coffee. I tell you all about it, but this company is a kingdom company and what they're doing. So it's just like, so as I hear people, and that's why when I was reading the other day, I don't want to be a clanging symbol because I find myself being a clanging symbol. and that, you know, if you don't have love, you have nothing. And so that's where I am. I listen and I go, wow, what does this mean that you love me? So that's where that's where your brother is, a fellow son but and growing, but that's where I am. I still am discovered. Oh, the temperament teaching, I've got to say this. Apostle Dr. Baker and what she, if you can, please, it was broadcast on Tuesday. I tell people, watch it with no distractions. Notice not even your own mind because <laughs> God has spoke such a profound truth for everyone every person on planet earth and those that are in the space station that are flying up yep there's still humans up in the space station that nassau has and god wants all of them in the kingdom and he already has a book written about them but they need to know about this temperament all right i'll be quiet
0: well that's actually very good my love that's really great and um that is true that um the contact information i did the more than enough ministries but also astounding love is there for anybody that needs to reach out to us or you can also reach us by way of Facebook Messenger and we do get those messages and we do respond to those for the people that are a part of this ministry. It is Wednesday night Bible study time. So yes, we are receiving the tithes and the offerings. Uh, Those of you that have the first fruits, you um, notify Apostle Baker or uh, actually uh, Nicole or the team and they'll let you know what to do as far as things like that. So that takes care of that business give generously because it's it's worth seeding into um also though i want to i I heard all y'all talking but what i did not hear any of you say is yes i will let him give me some fun y'all told me everything about what you already got but i didn't say i told you you, don't bore me with what you've already do i challenge you to receive something new y'all told me about what you got old. No no. I accept mm-hmm. the challenge. Mm-hmm. I
2: want that. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. that. That's that's
4: everybody,
2: right. i say. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, Cuz I just can't imagine more fun than what I've already. Yeah, he
0: can. <laughs> See, that's the whole point. That I love that you did that because it means you're stuck. You're going to get unstuck. See, you, okay. you, this is this is one level. Okay, this is just one level. Okay, but he's got more.
3: All right, well, I'm open.
0: He wouldn't have had me say it, and he wouldn't have had me say it the way, except that he's got something.
3: Okay, I'm ready. ready. I'll take it. I
0: want want to get the testimony. I'll take it. it. I'm 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 too. uh-huh. I want to hear the testimony, too. <laughs> you want to hear it. I want to hear
4: the, the testimony. Yeah,
0: <laughs> okay. See, hey, this is the Holy Ghost setup. I'm here to tell you because you want to do about, no condemnation. If it's like, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Right? Because people are like, oh, but, what, what, but what else? That's all yesterday. <laughs> Everybody loves surfing. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so um, for those of you, I'm saying to those of you too, it, it'll be roughly six weeks. I could pull out the calendar. I don't know when it'll be. It won't be more than that, um, most likely. But um, this is going to be even more. It, the, every time I say this it's going to be fun, God changes the definition of fun. <laughs> okay. And so it becomes more. It's just like the word greater greater means <laughs> greater still it's never ever at the same level it's always increasing greatness it's the ever increasing greatness of god so when i get to use those exp- that expression this is going to be fun then it's not my definition of fun it's his okay. got it so having right. said that i thank you all so much for tonight I would love to have even more conversation about what the kingdom is. And that's another thing we'll do. We're talking about the reality of the kingdom of God and the reality of, of things. And and we see have seen through the glass darkly. But now and to us it has been given to know. We'll talk about the mysteries. And anything that you're thinking it would I would love to hear, you know, in the conversations on the times whether you're watching when we're um I pre-record the single ones most of the time. But um, when you watch them, I want you to put your questions. I want you to put your comments. I want you to to share your testimonies in the comments because what it does is it allows others to see what's going on. And you all over these next six weeks, I'm not required, you, you do it however it is, you and the Lord do it. But if you get the opportunity, post in the comments. The fun has arrived. The fun is begun or whatever it is. I have to go into all those movies and sing stuff. The fun has arrived. Anyway, um, but whatever it is, just give us little tidbits. Don't tell us anything much right now, but just when it's like, oh, so this is what you mean by fun or whoa, this, you see what I'm saying? Just those little, I I don't want to call them teasers, but they're previews of a testimony that is to come. Got it. Got it. All kinds of cool stuff. There's all I has not seen. Here's your scripture. We give the scripture. All right. What is that? Second Corinthians four. I think I hath not. Or Second Corinthians two. First Corinthians two. Nine.
2: Four. two. nine. Two
0: nine. Thank you. Yeah. Don't trust me to quote it. Okay. <laughs> or to tell you where it is. I have not seen. Ear has not heard, and if you can give it to me in the passion, that's even more groovy. I think. I think this. No, it might be amplified that I want. And then we'll we'll have the scripture that the Lord is speaking to you all. This is the scripture that He is saying to you. This is what what He means by it. Okay, so here we go. I do know, but it's kind of like North Carolina. In South Carolina, I know that <laughs> it's a sad thing. I know that they both exist, but I don't know which one is which sometimes. Like, well, if it's not that one, it's the other one. How about that? Okay, so here it is.
2: Chapter one.
0: He says here, my conversation, it's verse two, chapter two, verse nine, but just as it is written, things that no eye has seen. This is the um, new English translation. Things that no eye has seen or ear heard or mind imagined are the things God has prepared for those who love him. So it is not the things that your eye has seen. It is not the things that your ear has heard. And it is not the things that your mind has imagined. Those are not the things that God has prepared. God has prepared those things, the things for you that your eye has not seen, and your ear has not heard, and your mind has not imagined. Those are the things that God has prepared for those who love Him, those that He loves. So you have some testimonies that you don't have to do anything but receive. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. So we release that to wow. everyone else. Um, yes, and Carolyn Vargas, I will say it as Kim really said you can ask anything even if it's not answered today it will be answered and if you can get to kim she can get to me and you can get your answer so i call you on that my girl come on with it woman. whatever you need he has provided rita you reach out okay it's that we love the fact that you see us online because we love us from you But baby girl, you reach out. I'm trying not to call people baby girl, baby boy, but Rita, that's what I had to say. All right. Reach out and let us know because we are not strangers. You said it right. We are family. And so when we pray for you, we don't pray for you like, oh, dear God, that lovely blonde woman. No, you're family. You're our sister. And that goes to every single one of you that has joined Mm -hmm. us online, whether you um interjected something or you just watched from a distance, whatever you had to do, he knows that you're there. He knows the words that you have released. And that's what we do because that's what kingdom is. And so I, on behalf of these ministers who have been quite lovely, and are quite wonderful, and I believe quite powerful. And any of these people can pray for you and breakthrough will happen on your behalf. So it, when you send the message through, you can say, I want to talk, I would like to have prayer from this one or that one. And that's if you're a troll, uh, Billy Goat Scruff is a story that you might want to read, but anybody else, we, we will help you. Um, And and we'll do whatever the Lord has given into our hands. So we want to thank you so much. And so on behalf of Astounding Love, um, More Than Enough Ministries, Apostle Baker, all of the ministers, and our friends also in loving unity, we want to say thank you. And we'll see you next week. It'll be solo next week, pre-recorded, but I'll get it out on time when we are ready to have Kingdom 101 relationships. So y'all want to say bye? Go ahead and say Bye. Bye. See you